Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is everyone is hot. I'm Michael Stevens. And I'm Shelley Brooks. Each week, we invite a guest to discuss their movie crush. And the film that proves that person is a stealth sex symbol. Hey, let's get horny. Hey, Michael. Hi, Shelley. How's it going? <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Yeah, what about you? Listen, we don't need to get into it. Uh, we don't. Because we got... <laughs> Because <laughs> we have a great guest this week. Oh, hello, hello. Great, great theme. Oh, oh, you just heard a little bit of her. <laughs> Listen, I I don't play favorites. You know, I love all of our guests and all of our sugar things equally, mm. except for this one, who I love more than everyone else. So sorry, <laughs> sorry to the rest <laughs> of you fucking nerds. Yeah, I I, we, uh, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I feel like I've been there since the start. Since the start. Oh, listen, our guest this week, she did one of our very first test episodes. She is an icon. She's an actor. She's a director. She's mm. a writer. Mm, She's a that. lady in tech. She yes. is yes. Tr- <laughs> truly my best roommate that I've ever had. I fucking <laughs> love this girl so much. We text every I fucking love day. You too. I adore her. <laughs> Guys, our guest this week is Veda Kumarjiguda. Oh, yes. Man, I am so excited to have Veda back because so excited. listeners, you did not get to hear her first episode because it was a test, but oh, it was freaking phenomenal. Freaking phenomenal. I mean, I just, I feel like I have some strange taste in men uh, <laughs> sometimes and 
I'm glad because I feel like this podcast is catered to me for me to talk about my <laughs> attractions. And I mean, my neighbors know about this. Like yeah. people have have mm. commented on my taste, but I'm like, I see deeper. Yeah. 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 You oh, know, absolutely. No, Veda has uh, some very interesting <laughs> tastes. <laughs> we have known each other. What is it like? Ten years at this point? Yeah, I think no, so. not quite oh that. No, no, but just short of it. I mean, yeah. I met you my sophomore year of college. Yeah, like twenty. I don't what know. Was, it's been ten what, years. I think we met in twenty ten. What was the meet cute? Can I just get that? <laughs> we had a good. <laughs> Shelly, do you want to tell the story? Yeah, give me the <laughs> meet cute. You tell the story. <laughs> no, I think you should. Okay, well, I was involved at in a disorganized but very fun and enthusiastic South Asian theater group at Columbia University okay. and at Barnard. And uh, we, you know, I think we were doing a, just like a community event, trying to get people out there. Come. It was an improv workshop. Yes. Love you that. Know, I try know. to just try to, you know, meet some people. Yeah. And Shelly was there. Okay. And I saw her and we were working on our show for the spring. And... <laughs> I needed a white girl in the show. You and I saw, she- yeah, I mean, I saw Shelly and I was like, she's the one. And I honed I in say, on her. I fucking rocked it. She was great. <laughs> Shelly was great. And I'm so happy I cast her in that show. Hmm. So it was a moment. And well, I don't know, we, I feel we like. We had the workshop and then we met in the hallway. And you were like, hey, I think that there's a part that would be great for you in our show. And I was like, oh my god she wants to give me this like amazing role like oh we we're gonna make theater together and then you were like yeah we just need a white girl <laughs> but it was it was like a slutty uh like southern um sex symbol white girl and i i knew that shelly could pull it off i knew she I could exude the cur- yeah she was yeah. this role that's was her made brand. for her that's her brand um it was yeah <laughs> She no, got I to agree. do the southern accent and like be like oh, yeah. over the top flirtatious and mm-hmm. like <laughs> kind of dumb. Yeah, and I and feel just, and like clown. It was a clown role. These you are know? all things. clown role. I got to be a goof, and also it was not just contained to <laughs> to college. Then it was like two years later, we were in a, a in a theater festival <laughs> and we did the show again festival in New Jersey. And so I stayed at Veda's house, hung out with her parents, and we did the show <laughs> in New Jersey. Oh my god! <laughs> with a whole new cast, it was great. <laughs> it was great, and she was a star. I listen. I know you were the only white person there, and I really needed a white girl. But more than that, I saw your star power. Oh and my Shelley, god. I, and I'm Shelly's biggest fan in terms of acting. I'm always like trying to get her to go audition. Shelly's good I, at acting. Shelly's she's, very good at she acting. She is a very good actor. And I'm like, why are you? Like, the stage needs you. Oh, my God. Beta texts me almost every day. And she's like, why haven't you made a movie? And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I, I need Shelly on my screen. I need Shelly on my screen. I need, but mostly I love Shelly on the stage. Yeah. It's it's a whole new level. And she's it. over the theater. It. I've heard her rants. She said that she's done with the theater and that the theater's over as a medium. And what are you doing? Whatever. It's not over. It's so alive. We need it now no, more than not, ever. It's not over. And honestly, I would. Kelly gets dramatic sometimes. I totally, yeah. I, I might be a bit dramatic. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you this, Veda, but uh, I think 
we went to see an octoroon together and yes, we did. on the on the way home I, I think this was when we were still living together yeah and it on was. the way home <laughs> you said like uh the white girl in that play you were like you could have done that why aren't you doing that and yeah. i that was honestly like the greatest compliment of my life you could have you were born for that role you were like, born for that role i was like watching that play like seething in jealousy that she was doing that and you were like yeah you should be doing that and i was like <laughs> and then when shelly and i were living together she was still on the stage and so i would go be like you know i i also love being a stage mom like i think i was yeah. born for this oh, role. born for it i you know? yeah I, I feel that very Veda's very strong dance mom in her bones yes i, I do I, Beta, I kind of want to get to know you better so that uh, you can stand as hard for for me. And the way I'm treating this oh. episode is I'm treating this episode kind of like an audition to uh, to really be like a, like a consistent part. I want to make you proud. Um, Listen, Michael, if you want I have friend, love to give. Yeah. If you want a friend who is going to believe in you harder than anyone has ever believed in you, but in like send you texts that simultaneously make you feel guilty for not living up to, to your potential, but oh also god. be like, oh my god, I am worthy. Oh my god. Veda, you gotta become friends with Veda. Okay. okay. Um, look, I know this is a really big ask, and we haven't even gotten into the stuff we're gonna talk about this episode, but Veda, I would really appreciate it if you were just like the like, like the mom or the auntie of this podcast. I mean, uh, I, yes. I I never asked anyone to be my mom like that before. So I I think I've already had this doing this role. You know, like I tell yeah. everyone about the show, and I've cry. been like I I feel <laughs> good cry. helping people look within themselves and understand what they where their attractions are coming from. Like as <sighs> I said, this is a very philosophical show. Like what are mm. we attracted to? What are we drawn to? You know, mm. like who? What you know? What makes someone like a crush? And I, I think it's good. I think it helps people explore what their attractions. Guys, I, it is it is canon. Veda is pod mom. Pod mom. She's our pod mom. I could oh. not think of a better segue. Uh, <laughs> Veda, I want to know, like, who did you bring to us to talk about today? What movie? Um, I already know the answer, um, but this is just how we do things on this show. This is for the uh, benefit of the audience. Yeah. So I am picking an actor that many people have known about this crush of mine, and I've been mercilessly teased and insulted about this, and I thought this is the right pick for me. It's and right. I picked Uday Chopra, and many would say, okay, he's a Bollywood actor. Uh, his dad is a famous producer. Mm. And he is, you know, he was always like an underrated celebrity. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, he just got the part because of his dad. But I think there's more to him. And I'm choosing him in a supporting role yes. in Would Say Dosti yes. Kuroge, which mm -hmm. is a fantastic movie. And I will shit on this movie while talking about it because yes. the <laughs> themes in this film are a little, you know, there's, They're not, there's a yeah. lot of, yeah. Yeah. And people are like, why did you pick Uday Chopra as a supporting role? But I really enjoy watching him in contrast to the film's stars, Rithik Roshan, Karina yes. Kapoor, and Rani Mukherjee. Yes. And seeing him in that light, just walking down the stairs, playing a guitar, electric guitar that's not plugged into anything, <laughs> or and a trumpet that's not actually making any sound. And also, his physical form in this movie 
with his broad, his perfect triangular perfect shape. Perfect body. Whoa. Perfect. And the arms. He comes up right next to Rithik Roshan and he outacts him in every scene. It's wild. Rithik is, Rithik is making choices. Yep. He's yelling, he's screaming, he's dancing, he's... The, he's smoldering, more. he's like, what? Yes. He, he's swinging for the fences. He's and then we that. have that subtle, silent strength of Uday. Mm. And Uday is actually a good actor. And You heard it here first. He's a good actor. He's not given, <laughs> he's not given credit in this. And so that's why I picked him in this movie. I don't know. I sometimes see myself as an Uday character. You know, like, you're doing your best. Oh, and I, there's I, a kinship between us. I don't know if he feels it, yeah. but I feel it watching his movies. No, it... Oh, God. That is... Ugh. Yes. That is so real. We're going to get into it. But, Michael, first, do you want to tell us about the plot of Muchse Dosti Karoge? Yeah, my, my heart is fucking swollen right now. <laughs> Michael so is sweating. I gotta, he is, I'm sweating my so de- hard. His head is tipped back. <laughs> my yeah, declaration of love. I'm glad I'm, I got that off my chest. I think I was holding that in. I'm out of breath. Like, I'm out of breath. <laughs> Listening <laughs> to that. Amazing. Amazing. It's oh. so good. It's so good. <laughs> All right. So it, it's, it's a, you know, it's a long movie. As is the, you know, the case in like, especially like early 2000s Bollywood movies. It's long. There are a lot of plot complications. But Michael, could you give us a, a distillation of what Mujse Dosti Karoge is about? Raj, Tina, and Pooja are childhood friends. Raj then goes away, but keeps in touch with Tina, though it was actually Pooja he was talking to. On coming back, he discovers that Tina is a totally different person, and it is Pooja whose emails he's been receiving. When Raj confesses his love for Pooja, she refuses to admit her love for him, keeping her friend in mind. What happens now? A classically good IMDb <laughs> synopsis. Mm. IMDb, always, you heard right it here. Heart. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay. If you want a synopsis, oh, go to IMDb. Because they're okay? always very good. Uh, now we're we're gonna get into the movie. We're gonna talk about all the specifics of Woody Chopra, what makes him hot. But before that, I think that we're expecting one of your friends. Is that right, Michael? You know who it is, Shelley. Is it? Um... They call me. Yeah. He, he might be running is a little he bit late. In, he doesn't seem to be in the waiting room. Um, he's running. Oh, yeah, he's not. Did he Did he say anything about like when he was coming in? He told me in advance that he would be running late, which I uh-huh. think is a little bit... Uh, it's different from what he normally be doing. You know what I'm saying? I, um, yeah, I appreciate that he was... Um, yeah. Mm, you know, yeah. that he was mindful, but yeah. it is mm-hmm. a little. <sighs> did, did he did he say anything about like when when he expects to come? Because I mean, a little late. Like, what does that mean? Like five minutes or like twenty minutes? You know. <laughs> Shelly, look, I don't expect for this guy to be on time. I don't expect mm-hmm. for him to ever be on time. That's the pattern mm-hmm. of this relationship. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's gonna be late. Mm-hmm. He said he would try. He told you've me got late. mail. I just. Shelly, before I open this email, I just want to know, mm-hmm. like, so we're going to talk mm-hmm. about, like, love triangle type things, and I, I felt like mm-hmm. this might be a good moment to ask you, like, 
What's going on with you and Drinkenstein? Um, <clears throat> He's just been very elusive well, lately and, uh, you know, mysterious and... I mean... You know, I... I mean, this is a hard question for me. Were like, you, like, at, at an abandoned airfield recently? I... Well, yeah, but, like... I just... I have a really hard time answering this question because I don't even really know like where I am with Derek you know it's like he's going on trips with your dad he's like hanging out with this Lorenzo guy yeah like, I don't know what what he expects from me you know like I are we are we just like friends and like I don't want to be like old-fashioned and Shelley. be like I Shelly, look, if Derek's not being honest with you, like, you got to demand exactly what's going on. I don't want this to be a love triangle between us because we just watched, like, three love triangle movies where friendship is, like, the most important thing. And so I... It's just, like, really... I just want to know that you're good, you know? It's just really hard when it's, like... I know. I... I... We'll stand outside of his apartment with you. I know. And you will say romantic things to him. Yeah. That I'm whispering in your ear. Yeah. And he likes the things that I say. Huh. But huh. you're the one who's saying them, so oh, he thinks no. it's you. He doesn't want me, though. I don't think he wants me. I don't think he wants me. You know? I think he wants my words, but he wants your body. It's Just fine. Like, I don't know what he wants. My body. I haven't been. I have a worm in my stomach. I'm not feeling great. You no, know? Michael. No, no, no. Let's <sighs> read this email. I'm gonna read this fucking. Email. Just read. Just read the email. Just read the email. Dear podcast hosts, warmest greetings as ever, and I am grateful for your kind employ, despite my completely unintentional, elusive nature. And repeated dispir- <laughs> repeated mysterious disappearances. I almost did a spoonerism there. Uh-oh. I write to you now, having recently regained consciousness in what appears to be an abandoned airfield. Thankfully, my Motorola Razor is still operational. I attempted to capture the vibrancy of this film, along with the depths of my woe, in this humble cocktail oh i i love this email you know i think he, it was the, guy yeah are you yeah, sure it's him writing of, it though he's it's got a it, lot of good words I'm, are you it, sure the, he's writing words. it can you trust these technology mediums to convey the actual person behind it i can i can trust these technology mediums um mostly because he said the good words that i like to hear like completely unintentional and you know what, Shelly? We should let this guy off the hook, scot free, and uh, what do you say? Let's let him off the hook, scot free, mm-hmm. and give him another chance to either use us or abuse us. What do you say? I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't know who or what to trust. But if you feel strongly about it, Michael, then okay. 
Shelley, look, it's a codependent relationship and there's nothing I understand better than a codependent relationship. And it would mean nothing more. It would mean so much Mm -hmm. if, if we were to just continue to endure um, this quiet longing together as friends. Okay. Like you said, we will endure. So um, do you want to just send me the, the recipe and I'll, I'll, I'll read out the drink that we have this week. Yeah. Clickety clack, uh, slip and you've got mail. Okay. I got it on my AOL. Cool. I got it (laughs) on my AOL. Okay. So. This week's drink is called The Worldwide. It calls for two ounces of bourbon, one fourth of an ounce of Amaro Averna, one fourth garam masala simple syrup, one ounce of sour orange juice, which can be fudged effectively by adding lime juice till it arrives at the desired tartness. And it needs one dash of black walnut bitters. (laughs) To make the drink, add one cup of garam masala simple syrup, and then merely add two teaspoons of garam masala to one cup of water. Bring it to a boil, Add one cup of sugar, turn off the heat, and stir until the sugar has dissolved and the texture is syrupy. Let that stand until it's cool, and then strain the syrup through a fine mesh strainer before use. (laughs) Then combine all the ingredients in a shaker, add ice, and shake. Double strain into a chilled stemmed glass and garnish with a flamed orange twist. God damn it, Shelly. That sounds delicious. It sounds really good. If that read of this beverage doesn't get you an Adam and Eve advertisement audition, then fuck capitalism. I mean... I listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts and if like I'm not at least gonna get a commercial for my bookie. Come on. <laughs> what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? So Michael. Yes. Veda chose Muchse Dosti Karoge as her choice with yes. Uve Chopra as her stealth sex symbol. But we also paired it with a couple of other movies and we had a I think a pretty fun theme. You want to tell the listeners, the sugar things, what theme we're working with this week? Oh, Siranuki. Siranuki is what <laughs> we're talking about this episode. Now, it, we get we get a little goofy we get with a little goofy. Uh, his themes. So if anyone is uh, uncertain what we mean by Siranuki, we are doing Cyrano de Bergerac themed movies. I think it's pretty we're obvious. It Siranuki. Because we're horny as hell. We're horny as hell, okay? Uh, and that's one of the, the hor- horniest fables of all time, all right? You, if you think you haven't seen it before, and you think you're just an unfamiliar dumbass like like I am, uh, you're not an a unfamiliar dumbass. You're actually pretty smart. Um, no, you're a smart dumbass. You're a smart dumbass because you've probably seen it already. Uh, look, there's a million takes on this. Electric it's dreams. It's been remade like a thousand times. Uh, I didn't, and I did not realize. Sierra Burgess yeah. is a loser. Like, there's a lot of them, but we didn't talk about so, those yeah. movies. 
to give a little historical background in case any of you are smart dumbasses or dumb dumbasses. Yeah. So there's an Edmund Rostand play. It's a French play from long, long ago called Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> and it's about a guy who's got mm. a big old nose. He got a big nose. He's, he, he's smart and he is romantic and he's in love with his cousin, Roxanne. But she's Sometimes in you... love with mm. a sexy military guy. Don't you hate so when your cousin's order... in love with that? Mm. <laughs> oh, these these loving cousins, my God. In Kiss order to cousins. get... Kissing cousins! In order to get closer to Roxanne, and because he loves her, he is the voice of Christian, who is mm. the hot, hot military guy hot, hot. that Roxanne is in love with. Yeah. So, so Cyrano, he will make the words, he will write the letters, he will be the voice of Christian, mm. and Christian is the face, mm. and Roxanne yeah. falls in love with Christian. Because, because of the letters, because of, the because of his beautiful words. His beautiful words. And then on Cyrano's deathbed, she finds out he was the one she loved all along. Now, we've seen many, many movies, plays, stories about this kind of thing, where it's like the plain person supplies the personality, and then the hot person like takes their personality. I think and this might have been a Family Matters, matters episode, too. Um, I, it's it's like Family Matters, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it everywhere but guys this is my first time watching this and it's interesting okay well obviously the remakes that we watched like they switch the gender they play around with the ending but yeah. the, mm-hmm. the soul of it is the same right yeah. yep. hot hot person plain person one person has like a way with words and really gets into the emotional level and then they're like writing letters or sending emails or doing phone calls so they never like actually are there you know yeah like so yeah it's just i don't know i like the movie but guys i was attracted to cyrano cyrano is hot and that's the thing so like okay the, the movie didn't that, work on me uh, the movies that we paired with veda's choice were the uh, 1940s uh cyrano with jose farrar mm-hmm. and then the truth about cats and dogs with janine graffalo mm-hmm which is Love supposedly her. the inspiration for Mujse Dosti Karoge. So, Michael, what do you think about these movies? All right. So I do want to make something clear for our sugar things. Uh, mm. These suggestions were Shelley's suggestions for sure. Um, because I was like, look, I know these, this movie's based off a thing, but like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm busy. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. And Shelley was like, I got it. So... <laughs> If you're thinking like like wow, what good taste they both have, you should know like this. This is a, these are this is a Shelley curated episode, and you know that. Okay, so hire. I love these movies. Hire her. I loved these movies. Okay, for your Adam and Eve advertisements. Um. <laughs> anyway, I loved these movies. I thought they were great. Um. God. Jose Ferrar as Cyrano. Oh my God. He's so hot. So and Michael, hot. I heard that you were attracted to him too. I was like, oh, who yeah. cares about his nose? Like it Who gives a shit? He's so confident. It, he's he's a poet. He can fence. And that nose is great when he's going down on you. <laughs> yeah, the nose can get the clit while his tongue is getting the vag, you know? It's, yeah. It's good. Like Or, I don't or know. the opposite. Put oof, the, the nose oof. in the vag and then, you know, the tongue is doing the clit. 
but yeah, I mean, it it was really interesting because, especially because we uh, did a previous episode where one of our movies was RoboCop, and I chose as my crush Miguel Ferrar, his son. son. Wow, good looking family. Good yeah, looking the family. Ferrar family, family is really showing up. Yeah, they're, they're great. I mean, and also I let me pull up Jose Ferrar's uh, Wikipedia because. I was texting Michael the other day about the fact that he married so many fucking hotties. Like, he was married to Uta Hagen, which, holy shit, amazing. And then, I don't know who Phyllis Hill is, his second wife. But then he married Rosemary Clooney two times. Wow. I love when people remarry the same person. Oh, that was really... I'm. I love that. What characters? They, yeah, like, like wow. married, they divorced, and they remarried. What I the love hell? that. It's uh, great. Bring that back. Sometimes you need a break. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. You need a break sometimes. But, but also, see, I think the my... legal fees. Come on. I know. <laughs> I know. But like, both. Of, I want to hear both of your takes on this. Like the issue, the the plot of the movie, right, is a plain person and a hot person. Mm-hmm. But mm. I thought. Both people who were cast as the plain person were so good looking. They're so hot in yeah. every version There's, of this movie. In, in every version of this movie. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so unfair, you know, in The Truth About Cats and Dogs. Like, both these women are breathtaking. I like, wanted yeah. them to to do it. I wanted them to realize <laughs> that this guy is not interesting. He's a, another fucking white boy photographer. Like, yeah, you've got a boring a as hell dude. And yeah. you have two beautiful women. Two beautiful women. Come on, I'm, look up. I'm like, y'all are both so it hot kind of, in different ways. It's like fucking Ishtar, mm-hmm. like as oh god, like ugh. And also, like, if you're being cast as this role as an actor, like, is it offensive? Like, do you feel offended if someone's like, oh, I want you to play Cyrano? Oh yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> well, like, I think what? I think with Cyrano, it's a different case because I have not, of course, I've not seen every iteration of Cyrano, but in my lifetime. Most of the theater productions I've seen of Cyrano de Bergerac is that it's a hot guy who puts on a fake nose. Like, yeah. I mean, there was like yeah. a very like famous production a few years ago of Kevin Klein Kevin playing Klein. Cyrano. Yeah. It's like, eh, this is a handsome man. Like, no yeah. one's going to mm-hmm. argue that he's like a, he's got a big an nose. ugly guy. But yeah, I mean, so there's like a new Cyrano that's coming out with Peter Dinklage. And Michael and I have talked about Dinklage on a different episode. We love him. We love him. He's a major hottie. But it is interesting that like when so many theater productions are focused on like handsome guys who like put on a fake nose, it like it's a really, I think, very interesting and potent. Uh, way of like reconceiving the story to like have someone with like dwarfism do it mm-hmm. like yeah because I mean you know I do too I think that's a smart that's a smart change yeah. yeah it's like we know he's he's hot as fuck but also I mean we also know the world that we live in where you can be mm-hmm. incredibly handsome and charming it, I mean it, it's the whole sort of like thesis of the Cyrano play is that like you yep. can be an amazing person but if you have anything that sort of like deviates from society's idea of beauty yeah 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 that that that's like really destructive to your because i i don't think even in sereno it's like just to your self-esteem it's like also to like the way that you're perceived yeah you know Mm -hmm. 
and he's so aware of it like Cyrano as a character right he's yeah. aware of it he mentions it all all the time and then in the both remakes like in the truth about cats and dogs Abby the Cyrano character like she's so she's very insecure but it's she's not unattractive at all and no she's, one ever says yeah. she's unattractive <laughs> she's comparing herself to like society standards of like the yeah. Thurman character of, like blonde and tall she's just a brunette and short and has glasses like i hate that <laughs> I, and yeah. as a short person with glasses who's brunette do you know what, Yo, what i mean uh, but like also like a very like french thing to be like okay your classic character like it, like it's so british that like hamlet is the sort of like iconic like national character where it's like he's like i don't know like obsessed with like the idea of like what is the point of living yeah <laughs> and, like the french equivalent is a guy being like i'm really good at stuff but my nose is too big <laughs> 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 so oh. um, what do you guys think about the gender swapping in the remakes i love the gender swapping because it. it uh i would love to see a, a version of cyrano de bergerac i say that i said that wrong um no you're good you're good great cool um i would love to see a version um where uh christian and cyrano were like real buddies um but they don't <laughs> feel that way in the traditional cyrano version um mm -hmm. with the gender swap i love that you know we allow women to be friends in stories mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't like that we don't allow that to happen um in movies that have like a, a more I are focused on a male narrative unless it's like a Rocky movie or whatever. But um I will say I kind of I kind of disagree with the Jose yeah. Farrar version of Cyrano because like one of the things that I, I haven't read the play in years. It's been like mm -hmm. ten years since I read the play. But like watching the the Jose Farrar version, like something that I found so charming about it was that like that scene when uh, Cyrano meets Christian and he Christian makes all the like the nose jokes yeah. and that Cyrano kind of like appreciates that he has the wit to do it. And then they have that conversation where Christian is like, well, yeah, maybe I'm witty, but like, I can't do it with girls. Like I get nervous around. <laughs> oh, ladies. that's so true. Like, yeah. And, and the fact that like once Christian dies that, you know, Cyrano feels enough of like a kinship with him, like a friendship towards him that he, he he lied. I loved him. that scene. Until, yeah, I loved that scene. The day that he's yeah. dying, he lies about it because he wants to protect him. So you know? he wants to protect. We him get there in that decision. We we yeah. definitely get there with um the 1950 version of that story. Um, mm. but I think the fact that it still had to start off with like, "Hey man, fuck you." I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I was like, I like it. I like. And this is just where I am in a post Ted Lasso universe. I'm sorry. I would like to say I'm sorry, um, but um, and it's like, oh yeah, they're just already friends. They just already have each other's back in, uh, you mm -hmm. know, the truth about cats and dogs. Like, oh yeah, we're already friends. I like you. Um, can you pretend it's, to be it's me? It's weird. Like, it's interesting to see what each remake like picked up on. Yes. Like, would say those the Krogate like goes into this idea of sacrifice and death and like this yeah. deeper meaning of like love means sacrifice friendship means sacrifice yeah. like there's this more spiritual act aspect that's in Cyrano and in would say those day you know like yeah. it's you see like in the cats truth about cats and dogs remake they don't 
have any of the deeper melodrama. No, not at all. And when I watched when I watched Cyrano, I was like, oh, I really appreciate. It made me appreciate the melodrama, the deaths, the the like this full idea of spiritual sacrifice and faith and God and fate and destiny in relationships mm-hmm. that that they have in the Bollywood version. I, oh, so God. it's just like this is actually calling back to the the essence of this. I think it's a great adaptation. Oh, for sure. I have been yeah, I've been making fun of this movie. I mean, I love it, but I've also <laughs> made fun of it. But seeing the source material made me see it, see the movie in a new light. And I like cats. I like the truth about cats and dogs because they decided to focus on the friendship aspect. As both of you guys yeah. said, like, who cares about the dude? He's like, so the, basic. The heart of the he's so basic. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, who he has a funny dog that roller skates. Like that's all we know about him. <laughs> we know this guy in Brooklyn. And he likes like, to have phone sex. We, oh, you know what I, I mean? I do like, love that phone sex scene, and we do need to talk about so that good. phone sex it's scene. It's so good. I oh, which, okay. So let's get back to like what our crushes are. Yes. On these other okay, movies. Okay. Sorry. 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 No, 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 no. That's a, an excellent point. But like, okay. So we've got these two other movies. We've got the older Cyrano. Yeah. And we've got Truth About Cats and Dogs. I, 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 we can't do our normal like breakup of like who assigned to who because we, we, we all watched everything. But like, I think it's safe to say that in Truth About Cats and Dogs, it's Janine. Okay. Right? Janine. Janine. She's amazing. My I'm obsessed God, with her. Short woman, uh, brown <sighs> hair funny Short smart uh, she steals every scene she's in i don't uh, know if you've seen girlfriend's guide to divorce but the the minute she steps onto that screen on, on girlfriend's guide i was like i love this woman i would give my life to this woman like her her beauty oh her God. uh everything about her she's just she's a 10 she's a, she's, a she's, she's an absolute 10 gorgeous and also it's interesting that like around the time that she made this movie I mean, she was, you know, a very popular stand-up, yep. and a lot of her stand-up was like the sort of like alt comedy, disaffected sort of like. She would read her jokes. Bored, yeah. bored, dark sort of thing, and like she's so earnest in this, which I really yeah, love. She is. I mean, she she's the more sort of like you know ironic, disaffected one in in the relationship with like Uma, but like. But she she really has some like really earnest and like we talked about Janine Graffalo recently when we talked about um, the cable guy. We did. We absolutely yeah. did. And so she was she was playing I think to the she was playing the sort of role that like her stand up would suggest mm-hmm. that she should do, where it's like very disaffected, very sort of wry. But she's so earnest and lovely in this movie well of course because she's you know the way they present her right is that she's solving people's problems about their pets yeah like and she's quick thinking she's witty and she's she's coming in like her love of animals like softens her like she really she really cares about animals and then when we see her like stand up to Uma Thurman's character's uh boyfriend who's like a complete Mm -hmm. dick so the way that she's presented which again is like a Cyrano moment right like standing up for what's right coming up into battle like willing to fight for things like having a strong sense of morals but I just was like and I guess I don't think anyone calls her ugly she's just not styled in what's popular of the time he calls her an ugly dumb b-word and oh, it's, the boyfriend yeah. does because he's the worst. He's the, that scene was he is the that worst. scene was horrific. I hated it so horrific. much. 
I hated it. It was painful. I find it very charming that you always say B word, Michael. <laughs> uh, I I'm not allowed to say. I can't say the B word. I just I think I think it's really sweet. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's uh, no, it's really interesting. I mean, comparing it to the older Cyrano, it's like, you know, I I think that there is like a lot of common ground because yeah, I Janine Gronflo is objectively a very pretty woman mm-hmm. um and i think that like part of the tragedy of the jose ferrar cyrano is that like he's a handsome man and he's clearly attractive and clearly people like him and yeah. it, it's it's ultimately that like he considers himself to be ugly that like yep. undermines so much of like, his life you know even in the beginning of the movie right like that waitress comes up to him and is in Cyrano and she's like oh stay have a meal yeah. she's clearly flirting with him you know so people are interested in him despite his nose yeah. and he is just like he has put himself into this box mm-hmm. and that's the same thing that you know Abby does in the truth about cats and dogs like she's put herself like I'm unattractive God. and I didn't really the thing is I didn't really see that with Ronnie's character I feel like Ronnie is not an effective Cyrano no not yeah. at all too hot yeah. everyone too hot she's too hot too confident sorry she's too confident and then like so that's why i was like it's it's odd in terms of like adapting this movie they didn't adapt the title character but they adapted like the larger melodrama themes and this letter swap and things like that i was like why didn't they give ronnie a bigger role yeah. like in the movie she like Karina steals the, every scene and Uday steals every scene. Rithik overacts, you know. So yeah. it's just like, why is there no Cyrano in? Yeah, you know. I, mean, I think that like an interesting thing is that like Ronnie's character, Rani Mukherjee in Murse Doste Karoge, is like she she's not a traditional Cyrano figure in that like I don't think that she is ultimately governed by the idea of her not being beautiful enough yeah I think she's governed by the idea of being more traditional yes because we have an exchange in the beginning mm-hmm. where Karina Kapoor's character says something about like wanting to have a love marriage and mm-hmm. Ronnie is like oh but we have to like do what our families say so yeah. I think it's really that like and they're styled that way too. In oh, the movie. Yeah. they're absolutely styled that way. But yeah, I think it's more a thing of yeah. like, do you, um, do you subscribe to tradition and feel that you're like, that you have a duty? And then Karina's character but, is the one who's like, I'm a modern woman. And then, she is a modern woman, but she's also like, not like. It, that's what I'm like. That's why the this movie, the weakness of it is that. In those early 2000s movies, right, there's always this, like, let's go back to tradition. Right. You know, they always have, a lot of movies have, like, this character coming back from a Western country, whether it's, you know, typically London or America, coming back, going back to India, and then finding a good traditional, you know, Indian sanskari wife values to marry, like, that is the typical thing of like the ni- those 1980s, 1990s movies. And again, it comes back in the early 2000s. Right. But even Karina, who's like wearing these mid, the only thing quote unquote Western about her is that she's wearing like low rise flare pants and belly shirts. How did she even wear that in the airport? Like they show her coming out of the airport wearing <laughs> tight ass jeans and a white crop top on a 10 hour flight. 
And I was like, she's not wearing that. Did you change in the but, bathroom? God, it, there are so many costume changed changes over the in this course movie. Of it where like she's wearing like very like early two thousands like low rise jeans, like a weird belt, like a weird top, like funny sunglasses. But by the end, she's wearing a sari and like telling her friend like I'm not going to marry the guy that I love. You should marry him. Yeah, it's just like it. She's always traditional though. They always show her praying to Radha Krishna and her deep mm. devotion to God, right? Like, ultimately, she is, even though she wants a love marriage, yeah. again, she's like this, I want my fated person and yeah. I thought it was him, but obviously, you know, God has fated the two of you. Like, there's this, this oh, it's like the whole you know, plot, like, like, hinges on that. It's like, yeah. we get all yeah. these, like, close-ups on, like, the Radha Krishna stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, uh, in her final monologue, right, she's talking about, like, oh, I'm I'm like, you know, Radha, like the other yeah. love, yeah. the other love. Like it, so it's just, it's just like, what is the message of this movie? I thought it was weird that there's no typical Cyrano, but I understand. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that they adapted it, the themes to fit the time yeah. and audience of this movie. That you take. know, like it makes sense of why they did what this. What a good take. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Go metal. Yeah. So. It, it was, it was really gratifying to see, like, I mean, you know, it's, a very sort of traditional sort of conservative movie in a lot of ways, but it was really nice to like, I liked the way in terms of plotting that they like set the scene early on of like Karina's character talking about having a love marriage. And then by the end of it, she's sort of like gifting that love marriage to to Ronnie's character. And even though the movie is corny overacted, really bizarre choices, that monologue at the end. I love the monologue at the end. It is it, it is a killer it's, performance. It's so good and so you good. need you need a corny you need that. You need that. If, if there is anyone who's like the movie is corny, it's a fucking romantic comedy. What do you fucking expect? God yeah, damn it. I know, but it's oh. like it's like a 2006 Bollywood movie. It it has its own energy level. Oh, yeah. Like the the levels of this movie, like how <laughs> over the top it is, it's extremely high, but you get that monologue and that moment where um the like the sindur the red yeah. tikka that she wears falls mm-hmm. from god and lands on rani mukherjee and it's destiny that now she's married to rithik roshan like it is i cried yeah it it's so, oof. And, so good the movie is and oof, the thing oof. is oh it's just oh but okay so sereno has a, has a sad ending yeah and the truth about cats and dogs and would say those tikka has a happy ending um again what did you guys think of that that change I think within with the case of uh, the truth about cats and dogs, I thought it was bullshit. Because um, the, the, the end. dude, I hated the end. It ruins the movie. The dude is basic, and the the main relationship, the buddy relationship that we're focused on, is uh, Uma and Janine. And I want to see them be like, "Hey, I love you. Like you are. Like you. They <laughs> produce the changes and the and each other." It's not this fucking guy with his dogs. I'm like, yo, you gonna find? I wish they would do like sequels to rom coms where you find out they broke up, because like, it's like, oh, yo, I think you found a niche for yourself. You need to. I think this. I did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on the, the. I think about that all the time with Love Actually. Like, oh uh, God, fuck that movie. Public I hate that movie. Earth and that uh, yeah. Italian woman where they don't yep. speak the same language. Yep, it's like, gross. Let's see a movie ten years from now where they can speak the same language and they figure out they hate each other it's like oh you're fucking gross you have terrible taste in food like uh, yeah uh, (laughs) oh you're an idiot you're a fucking dumbass (laughs) like your politics are gross i didn't know your politics were this (laughs) colin firth character nah fuck 
fuck the end of the truth about cats and dogs. Um, I hated the end. I like was loving the movie. I was laughing. I was loving I was the smiling. movie. Smiling. I was loving the movie and this ending. I honestly wish they either did a Cyrano devastatingly sad but moving ending or they did a modern ending that's focused on this friendship between these two women. Yeah. Like, why did they do this? It's horrible. The dude is shallow. The dude wanted Uma Thurman because of her body, despite the fact that Janine Garofalo is so hot and so funny yeah. and saying like, it's like, I'm sorry, bro. You need to be single for like four more years before you're with an... I watch every movie like I'm watching my friends just live their lives. Um, so uh, this no, movie was... That's, that's accurate. Yeah. But <laughs> I will say, if we're talking about friends, then we got to go back. The Muse dos Ticaroge. For sure. It's in the fucking title. Yeah. We got yes. Dosti in there. <laughs> yep. Will and you I be th- my friend? Will you be my friend? <laughs> that's the friend? title. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah, will you be my friend? have to do Will you be our friend? quote game oh my god what do you think michael i think we should i think we gotta okay so veda normally we will do quotes or we'll do reviews uh you know or like some trivia from imdb but i think for this one we have to read only quotes from karina kapoor because she is a Riggin icon. So I put some stuff in the chat. I agree. We also have a script that you have received. Michael, would you like to read the first quote? Absolutely. I play a loser, yet emerge the winner. This is not a goody goody heroine who gets the hero. My role has a better scope. I am the life of the film. The other characters are sad most of the time. <laughs> so true, Karina. So true. Love that take. Mm. Vita, would you like to read the second quote? Yes. Yoga may look peaceful and calming, but even Arnold Schwarzenegger would have trouble breathing after 20 Surya Namaskars in a row. Mm-hmm. So true. Oh, Shelly, take us home. Speak it, speak it. Our last quote is, If I want to kiss, (laughs) I shall kiss. If I am told that a lovemaking scene is integral to the script, I will consider it. Ooh. Modern woman, mm. modern she does woman. what she wants. She wants. Karina. Yes, Kapoor does what she wants. Mm. What oh. a scene stealer! Love Karina. Jesus Christ. She she was so good. So she, good. Uh, man, Vera and I have talked about this, but like, I'm not normally a big Karina fan, but she is so good in this movie. She's she really is. Um, we just, I'm sorry. Uh, such a they write her such a wet blanket and uh, like. But, like, I don't even understand her acting. She's just, like, wouldn't you be jealous? She's showing no emotion in this movie, and I don't know if that she's trying to be, like, stoic I'm like, sis, are you, are you cool with this? Are you cool with this, sis? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, and she always does this weird smile. I just hate Ronnie in this movie, and she's not doing this justice. She has a great role. Like, there could be a lot of depth in this. So, again, yeah. I, to go back to Day, like, the supporting actors in this movie 
are the best part of the movie. And that's Karina Kapoor and Uday Chopra. For sure. Yeah, and I feel like this was like a movie where Karina usually overacts. And like this was a movie where it worked. Yeah. Like, Ronnie yes. usually is like very subtle. And this was a movie where it did not work for work. her to be that quiet. No. You know? No. It mm. she it just doesn't make sense for the character. Like it kind of muddles the movie. Yeah. Her I don't know what she's feeling. It's feeling yeah, I don't at all, and I can't tell. I I really love okay, so Ude comes in as, you know, foil because like the characters decide, well, if they can't be together, Ronnie and Rithik decide they can't be together and they're going to sacrifice the love for their friend Karina and their parents because, you know, Karina's dad dies and, mm-hmm. you know, the parents, like, they were supposed to be together. Once Rithik finds out the truth that the whole time he was emailing Ronnie um, when he was across the pond for 15 years and not Karina and that Ronnie's the one he actually loves, he's like, well, if we're not going to get married, we have to get married on the same day to other people and that's our sacrifice we're gonna love two other people to to yeah. you know hold our love and esteem so Uday Chopra is his friend you know like another London Indian bloke you know working in finance like just a funny a funny guy and I he comes in and he adds a level of the second half of this movie could be a real downer yeah, and you yeah. you come in, you see they come in, lights up every what scene, a... wearing great sweaters. Yeah, the, the, sweaters. the sweater game in this whole movie are it's out and of control. Big ass arms. Oh my god, yes. huge arms. arms. Oh my god. And him as an actor, just like framing everyone, really understanding the movement of the scene. Mm-hmm. And the best part of this movie for me, and I think a lot of fans of this movie love the medley. And the medley oh, yes. is. A mix of all classic Bollywood songs over 20, 25 years. Oh, word. Like tw- 2006 down. Okay. Yeah, he did one covers from 20. Ilvale, right? They do that. They do that. They do almost. They hit every. I'm trying to remember what like, his song was. Oh, his? Um, oh, his was. Uh, it wasn't a. I think his is Bachana Hey That that's his song and it's yeah. a classic movie. Okay. And I think I Y'all need to write a canon for me so that I can be in <laughs> on this. I want and to know. All, it's so good. And they're all commenting on their emotional states yes. through these old Bollywood songs. And like for me, I discovered a lot of classics that I didn't know. Um there's one of my favorite songs from the movie Ah is in it. Ronnie sings that song and it's about, mm. you know, dancing at your at your friend's uh, dancing at your lover's wedding, but not as a bride, mm. you know, oh and God. she sings. It's the most heartbreaking song. And she talks about like how beautiful the wedding is and how she's just mm. dancing her sadness away. And she and like the oh, it's That's it's so killer. Great. It's so great. Yeah, and healthy. It's, <laughs> it's so beautiful. And. And they touch every single Bollywood cliche. And a lot of people are like, why is this in the movie? But this is just a treat for the fans. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I've watched and the medley. They, like, do like such a like broad range of them. Because like, is it the moms yeah. that do like, Yeah. No, no. That's Karina sings that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, so yeah. It's, like, it's from like the like 50s to like the present yep. day. They have like, every major hit in that song. And they even have the song that Rithik Roshan debuted 
like his debut in what 2000 when he first came out as a big star like his first movie he did he like they do that they they it's just such a joy to watch and i've actually seen the medley thousands of times probably like it's just a it's a comfort watch for me i just put it on i know all the songs michael is so, holding his head right now <laughs> <laughs> this is just so different from how i understand movies working because if this was over here, it's just like, well, uh, you know, Zach, if this was, you know, like Zach Efron or some shit, it's just like, well, Zach Efron can't sing that song. That's a Disney song. You can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but it's just like the idea yeah. that it's just like, oh, yeah, we're going to make a movie that people are just going to really like. We're going to do that from that and this from this and that from that and this yep. from this. And they're all commenting on their emotional <laughs> state. Wild. And, like gives you insights into the characters. Uh, and it's just like it's so meta. It's so good. And it's just the it's the best scene in the movie. And I can't believe people thought they should take it out. But I'm like, this is the best part of the movie and this is what keeps me coming back to the movie and i love uday's performance he's in so it. good like mm. as rithik roshan is the one of the best male dancers in bollywood oh my God. and to Amazing. come out there and like this man has no bones like his legs are just swaying with the wind <laughs> just, and then yeah. having all Uday his bones are in tension <laughs> all his bones are in completely <laughs> and having they come out and just he really ups the energy in the second half of the film mm. and that's why I and I see his like subtle performances that it works. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he brought a lot of life to this underwritten character and he made you root for him. And I'm like, he's actually a good actor. I feel sad that, you know, people don't think that he's a good actor and he didn't I mean he's like whatever, he's rich, his dad is a famous yeah. producer and now he's a producer and like I'm not singing a swan song for him, but it's just sometimes it's like you see talent and they're not, you know, he should have been a star. Like, and it's, yeah. you see how horrible Oof. Rithik is as an actor. Sorry for Rithik fans. Like, yeah, the man I mean, cannot <laughs> say a line of no, dialogue. No, not at It's painful. Um, <laughs> His accent in the movie when he's like, uncle, like, it's just horrible. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like, oh my God. It's just, it's, I can't listen to the man speak. Um, like, fine, dance. He <laughs> is, he's so beautiful. It distracts from uh how bad he is at acting um yeah and he always has like this rage like every yeah, scene like, he has with ronnie is like he's angry i'm like why are you so I'm like angry? this you were this is not sexy yeah, he's sexy so when he dances he's not sexy yeah. when he emotes <laughs> yeah. no it's like i'm turned away and i think seeing that like really f- i was like ronnie should just marry Uday. Yep. like he loves her yep. he's flirty he's fun he's lighthearted. he's buoyant <sighs> He looks great in a sweater. He's the James Marsden character of this movie. And I like, yeah. I feel the feeling that I feel every time I watch a James Marsden character. It's just like, you deserve love, my guy. Just yeah. Get yeah. with that guy. What the yeah. hell? <laughs> yep. But so, Veda, do you remember like the first time you had like a crush in a movie? Like, or um, crush? I or think... like first time you felt like horny? Well, I mean, probably a lot. <laughs> I agree. A very common answer. This is the same. Cool. Welcome to the club. Um, yeah. Prabhaladin. Uh, um, you know, but I also like Jafar. Like, I equally liked yep. Aladdin and Jafar. Yep. Like, Girl, I was attracted to both of them. I love that so much. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense if you know Oof. me. Yeah, no, it's completely checked out. <laughs> so, yeah, I like them both. I think that was probably my first, um, like, crush crush. Wow. I mean, did you, like, find that you had, like, a lot of crushes on, like, movie people or, like, movie characters when you were growing oh, up? Oh, yeah, or... of course. Yeah? Of course. Um, 
and like people from books too. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I just yeah, fall Ada them easily. Like a, a a book girl. So yeah, yeah. Tell us yeah, more about you know. like your book crushes. Oh, have you ever read the children's book Ella Enchanted? Like yeah, the, oh, don't yeah. not the movie. The book is the movie. The book they're different. The they're good. different. They're different. They're different. The book is amazing. So the prince in that, I was obsessed with him. Then if you ever read the sloppy first book series, Marcus, uh-huh. I was obsessed with that guy too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a variety of of crushes, but I think like, you know, and, and they spanned, they spanned all over. Like I had a big crush on Zac Efron, who's like very normie. He's me. so normie, really? but yeah, he's, v- and but only in 17 again. I've never seen him? 17 What again. was it about him in 17 again that got you? Because I will say, I've never been attracted to Zac Efron until I watched The Beach, Beach Bum. Bum. Yeah. Where he was playing <laughs> a fucking maniac. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay. I, just like, I, I mean, I liked his, I generally liked his performance in it, I think. I think it's like, so maybe it's just, he just seemed like, he, he's just, I don't know, he just seemed light on his feet. If that's Yo, like, he was just like yeah. jumping around and he had a good movement. In the movie, and I feel like his movement his movement is very good. I'm a big High School Musical yeah. fan. That's what made me like like him. Yeah, I will say as a longtime beta friend, I think that she's got a great appreciation for physical actors. Ooh. I, yeah, I, Ooh. yeah, I think that's what it that is. Over the years, I think that like you really appreciate people who like know how to like use their body as a tool yeah i feel because for me that conveys confidence yeah like it shows like i'm very sure of myself Mm. and like even Mm. though we were talking about how we want to leave our physical yeah and become lights (laughs) yeah they it's when someone is so confident in themselves i really feel it in their body and physical oh my god i feel this way about um uh, melissa mccarthy so and and this specific feeling of like comfortable in your body um like it's it's very attractive it really is and that's a good point i mean you know about my big big old crush on david thulis especially in the movie naked um we have to do another episode about that about that movie and i think it's because he runs just him running with his long legs you know (laughs) and the thing is like i think that's something about but for me, my crush on Uday comes from his eyes. Right. He really, in this movie, he, like, the way he flirts, he has a little glint in his eyes. He has, like, he's mischievous yeah. and fun and flirty. Mm. And to me, Rithik looks so, like, it looks like, a, like there's nothing <laughs> yeah. there. He looks like, he's a box. And then just, yeah, and just seeing the charm and playfulness and the cute ways that he flirts with Ronnie. Like, even though it's very, now as an adult watching yeah. it, anyone flirted with me like that, that's so aggressive. <laughs> but like, you know, it's way aggressive. Um, but yeah, he just seems very bright and mm. mischievous. I like I like that kind of glint in a man's eye. He's got like a, a lot of people do like the, are you cute or are you sexy thing breakdown. And it's like, you can't be sexy and cute at the same time. But watching this movie, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's like bullshit that human beings made up. Yeah, because he's, he's cute and he's sexy like at the very, same time. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I guess it's the eyes. It's the the way he like moves his, he like, he moves his eyes. He looks, mm. he does kind of like these like, you know how like he looks down and up and he, you know, yeah. he has that yeah. little glint. And just like even when he presents that daisy in the medley to oh, her, yeah. you know, or those little love notes he leaves to her. And like just him, 
he just seems so bright and happy. Again, like it's that Karina quote. Everyone else in the movie is depressed and sad and like talking about <laughs> faith and destiny and God and like this is the end all of be all or their parents are dying. And then mm. you have him, you know, yeah. just. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know that I am biased because I'm your friend, but God damn it. I, Veda, you are like so smart about reading performances and you should you should be a film critic because you are <laughs> oh my you're god so, you're no you're brilliant when it comes to like like reading actors and reading their performances you're 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 great <laughs> this is nice you're so nice i know but also we should michael do you think we should do a little fuck mary kill i don't know Shouldn't we? I don't know. I don't know. I can't do it. It's so hard. This is tough. Know, it's an impossible. This situation. is tough. There's somebody I really don't want to kill that I gotta kill. Alright, I want to hear it. Gonna have to like. I don't want to do. I don't want to kill them and do the. I don't want to be first. Freaking moral math. I can't. Of figuring out the other ones. Beta, you go first. I can't do this. I don't want to go first. No, no. Shall you go first? I, no, Michael. I'm giving this to you. You have to introduce who are all the people that are on the table. Okay. So the audience knows okay. who we're deciding between. And then I will I will give my fuck Mary kill. Okay. So we have Uday Chopra. We have mm -hmm. Jose Ferrar. Mm -hmm. And we have Janine Garofalo. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is so hard. This is so tough because No, Beta. <sighs> Because you've listened to the podcast, you know that we go back and forth between whether we're talking about the actors or the characters. I know it's hard to tell. I'm gonna so, say I'm gonna do characters. I gotta do characters. I, can't. I think I'm gonna have to do characters on this one. Which makes it easier. That makes it a lot easier. It still makes it hard. It still makes it hard. That that actually makes it. I'm gonna kill Jose Ferrar. Um, oh wh what? What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Do do yours. I'm gonna kill Jose Ferrar because what's important to me is like if I'm with somebody. So you're gonna kill Cyrano or Jose. Ferrar? I'm sorry. I'm gonna kill Cyrano. Okay. I'm gonna kill okay. Cyrano um, because one, I think me as a as a black, uh, not like people are gonna assume I'm male. So mm -hmm. like seeing us together, I think the racial thing is gonna really fucking fuck with people in that era so yeah as a, a black non-binary hottie yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, people are gonna be like you identify as a hottie is i identify as a hottie that's sure thank you for asking i identify as a hottie and I, I think you know people will be like wow they're real fucking hot i don't know who like what what their gender identity is because they were thinking about that back then but um, when gender really doesn't matter when you're as hot as michael yeah yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah, and so they're gonna be like, "Wow, I'm confused, but I don't like that they're black and white." Uh, and so uh, I'm gonna be like, "It's okay, everybody. I'm gonna kill this white man, and all of the white people are gonna approve of this before I jump back into my time machine." And the reason I feel okay about killing uh, Cyrano is just that you know I'm like, "You talk a lot of shit, man, but you have no respect for yourself. You have absolutely no respect for yourself." Um, so sorry um and so i'm gonna time travel uh to 2002 and uh bone uh Ude chopra uh, mm -hmm. because look i generally am a i'm a top person 
But this is the first time I've watched a movie. And I was like, whoa, I, yeah, I'm, I'm. And then we saw that article. It's bottom that time. I sent you guys. Yeah, yeah. That article yeah. I sent you guys, where his ex, who was like embarrassed or didn't want anyone to know that she was dating him, what? came out five years after they broke up and was like, I regret not shouting his name from the rooftops <gasps> that we were together because yes. he was a great lover and a great yes. man. Oh. And she's like, I regret. Well, fuck. And we're s- I want to be ravished by somebody who knows what they're fucking doing. I'm like, hey, man, like, <laughs> look, I know this wedding. I'm going to I know exactly the moment I would time travel to. Uh, I would time travel to like right where the wedding ends and like uh, like, you know, all this shit is happening. I'm like, hey man, like, what's up? What's going on? Look, do you want to like get some drinks, hang out? Um, and we all know how that's gonna go. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Sugar things. If y'all want to write a little fan fiction, uh, then then do that because that's what I'm gonna be doing after this recording. Um, anywho, I'm gonna time travel to the year that uh, after that after after I bang him. Um, or after he bangs me, I'm going to time travel to uh, whatever year The Truth About Cats and Dogs was done. And I'm going to be like, look, uh, Janine Garofalo, this guy, the, I'm going to time travel to the third act of that movie. I'm going to be like, look, this guy is basic. You can do so much better. Hi, I'm from the year 2021, future year. Uh, you might have seen Demolition Man. It's way better here. Um, if you live here, people will look at you um, super different. And they'll be like, wow, you're so hot. You're 5'1", you got brown hair, and you're funny. You should be doing <laughs> alternative comedy. And she's going to get boned so much. I mean, I don't want to go there because, you know, respect. Um, but, like, we're going to get married. We're going to make m- meals. Um, and not just boned by me as a person. But also, you know, I'm like, yo, if you want to, like, re- really, like, bone just at any hot person, like, go to town it's a safer time um so uh yeah that's how that's gonna be i'm gonna marry that person make sure they have the best life uh they could possibly have uh janine garofalo as his character so that's that's how that goes i'm done okay okay uh veda what are you thinking so i i think i got mine i'm gonna have to kill janine uh we're both short brunettes Mm. and i think there's just is we're too similar and i think we would just like wow i don't know i don't really see this wow like lasting so bye beta um, this I, this all happens in the shared universe so this is like <laughs> oh my god i'm she's dead Sorry, i'm seeing all this oh my god <laughs> but i i get it i, get I just it. i don't know like i think i think she's beautiful very attractive yeah would be a great fair. partner just mm-hmm us together i don't know yeah. you know competition and then, yeah yeah cyrano i would have to say fuck because i mean i'm very attracted to he's him sexy. i like that he's he's Run. sexy i like his his i think you know his fencing his poetry oh, he just seems like a lover you know yeah. and like mm-hmm. i would get annoyed with him if we were married together mm-hmm. if we were married you know because he's just so emotional and he's insecure and i don't want to hype him up 24 7 and then he also like didn't stand yeah. up for himself so and he he's very emotional which mm-hmm. is fun you know once in the bedroom you know whatever yeah. but like as a consistent couple i think it would be rough and no. I think I'm gonna have to marry Uday because, I mean, like I, you all know, like I don't want to work. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, 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 
trying to get myself a rich man. You know? so, like, yeah, I think they would take care of me as like, a, yeah. he's a big producer now, you know, sure. like his, he's, he's produced some Hollywood films too. I didn't look at Do you follow him on Instagram? Too. Follow him on Instagram. I just started following him on Instagram. <laughs> and he's got some unfortunately some depression issues which he does know, oh my god I didn't he's know. a very relatable but he's so do like, I, I you know get it i get yeah, it yeah. like he's ugh. an artist he's an artist and he wasn't able to express That's himself we all thing if like, he had not shared that i would have been like oh typical bollywood you know? guy and then he shared that and so. it was like ugh. Also, like, please, I'm not endorsing any Bollywood actors' politics. They're mostly all bad. So, like, please don't say me. Like, please don't, like, take me being, like, you know, I had, I've had i had some pain in the past few years oh, of yeah. seeing oh. some people's Twitters. So, okay. So, those are my choices. The, the girl that um, she was in Queen. Uh, Kangana. Ugh, Kangana Renault. Oh, what? Oh my God. Broke my. Oh, let's not bring this into this podcast. No, this is a happy, sorry, sorry. happy, happy time. Happy, Kangana. sexy. Happy time. Yeah, Kangana is not part yeah. of this. She did not break our hearts. Anyway, um, <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. Okay. So I think, hmm, this is very hard. Okay. I will say, hmm, I think that. I have to. God, I think I have to kill Cyrano. Wow. That's fine. I, I, wow. Double murder. We we murder him together. I know. Double homicide. Ugh. I think I have to kill Cyrano. I think that I would fuck. I think I would fuck Janine Garofalo. Yeah, makes sense. And I'd have to marry. Ode Chopra. Because he's, God, he's so sweet. He's, I know. He's so, uh, he he seems like someone that you could like really do the long haul with, you know? I agree. So, I agree. So, he's marriage material. So, yeah. I have he's, a, a, he's a husband guy. I have a question. I don't know why people hated, hated on me about this crush. It's a good crush. I was mercilessly made fun you? of everybody. Like all of our like college friends, my family no, attacked. Them. Fuck them. Oh my yeah, he's, he's just, a very I'm obvious I'll beat up your parents up. <laughs> I'll beat up our college friends like <laughs> what what do they know? No, jerks. I'm sorry, but absolute jerks. I have a couple questions to to follow up this because okay. because this does take place in a in a shared universe. So um sure, sure, you know sure. Veda did kill my wife and um after you sure. fuck my wife, which is fine, Shelly. Mm. Um of course, yeah. Um, but you're both married to Uday Chopra, and so there has to be yeah. a. Deb- I'm fine being a sister wife with Shelly. Oh, yeah, sister- we can share it. Cool, cool. Honestly, I listen. We've lived together before. Like, we yeah, do it again. Just like share a guy. It's fine. I'm cool with it. Good. I think yeah, that's fine. Kind of fun, actually. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be super fun. I'm down to be a sister wife, and oh he's got money. Yeah, he's got money. Yeah, he can afford he can, both like, of you. Support us. Can, oh. Yeah. So then, what's the issue? I mean, there's Girl, there's definitely parties that are crazy. There's definitely no issue. Um, I I I wanted to just clarify that because I did have a you know we're both uh, killing Jose Ferrar, so um, hmm. this is just I guess it's not a question for you. Wait, does that mean we don't get Miguel Ferrar? We've changed the timeline, um, so we don't get Robo- we don't get him in RoboCop. We get somebody else, and um, 
we're gonna have to re-record our episode because if there's no <laughs> Miguel Ferrar. So we're definitely gonna have to reach out and and re-record that episode. But also, <sighs> if there are any legal scholars, is it a double homicide if it's two people killing one person, or if it's one person mm-hmm. ki- or any amount of people killing two people? Um, I thought a double homicide is one person kills two people. Yeah, yeah, or, and themselves. So I guess, we, or is that a homicide? I don't know. I, don't I guess know. we're doing more of like if, a. In- if there are two of us who kill this one person, we both agree that it's good. Does it even count as a crime? I think it's an enthusiastic homicide, mm. um, and it's just like, why was that homicide enthusiastic? And it's like, oh, because like this person was. We both agree they were not good, and. I think maybe if Theta and I both agree that we should kill this person, then like it's cool. not bad. Cool. Right? So sorry we're killing right? we're killing uh Jose Ferrar. Sorry, Jose Ferrar. Sorry. Yeah, but I, I get to hook up with him first. You get to hook up with him first oh, for I sure. I mean obviously we'll we'll have yeah. sex first. <laughs> and then you can kill him. You get to have yeah, two and I will have a threesome with Jose Ferrar first and then we'll both kill him you can have like a, a like three hour conversation You're afterwards legally in the clear yeah right? yeah it's fine it's cool yeah it's y'all should get to talk okay. afterwards because he's so funny and smart and, and it really sucks that we have to kill him yeah yeah this was a good one i think <laughs> i think this was, this was, this was a good one uh, Vera, do you want to tell people where they can find you um, well, you can find me on Instagram at NotVeda. I also host, co-host a podcast about Avatar The Last Airbender <gasps> with my what? friend Christina. What? Yes. Um, and it's called Only the Avatar, and we're on our last episode on our rewatch. What? So you can tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. How did we not lead with this? And yeah, and then I am... A going to be I'm working on I'm in this uh, playwriting group now and so through primary stages so I will be working on some stuff so hopefully I'll have something coming out soon and yeah, yeah that's about and what's it your, not, what's I don't really Instagram? have an online presence I guess that much at not Veda it's my way of being anonymous online but you can still find me because she is fucking brilliant yep, yep. she is the best <laughs> oh my god listen if you're not following at not beta then what are you doing what are you fucking what doing? Are you doing sign off log yeah. off delete yourself come back in a month yeah. and then start following delete the right people yourself yeah you sh- you know i do tarot readings on there you do tarot do readings tarot too cards. i do tarot what? readings so if you want to get your tarot cards read like yeah damn. i do it on instagram damn. So come through come through you've got to follow at not beta because i'm about to get my tarot listen, cards read i have gotten i've gotten a lot of good stuff from responding to our tarot readings on her stories. <laughs> I'm about to get my motherfucking tarot but cards. For us, we are Everyone is Hot Pod. Subscribe Please follow to them. Follow us. Yes, yeah. do it, do it, do it, do it. Go to Instagram, go to Twitter. We are Everyone is Hot Pod. It's one as a numeral one, not O N E do everyone is hot pod and please leave us a review on apple podcast give us a five-star review tell us give your... them the five stars Jesus. give us yes. the five stars and if in your review you name your stealth sex symbol we will read it on the pod but if you leave anything less than five stars we'll fucking ignore it yep all right <laughs> well okay. thank you thank you beta thank, thank you, you so Michael. much thank you for having me this was so fun i can't wait till we do can do this together in the future oh. this was so much fun this is not the last time <laughs> it was a blast all right
Love you guys. Love you guys. Thanks Listen. for listening. Bye. Stay horny, please. Oh. <laughs>